0: John Mason, how is everybody? I am pleased to say that I have done my little bit in the uh, Pennsylvania primary election this past Tuesday, working on my division's election board and helping people to vote. And I commend the uh, the winners of the the election, and I wish well for those who who kind of fell short, but they set up good campaigns and are good people. I've known several of them personally, and so I wish them well. A book I have been reading lately is The Great Labor Uprising in 1877 by Philip S. Foner. It deals with the year 1877. That year... The, the notorious dirty deal to conclude the election for president between Rutherford B. Hayes, Republican, and Samuel Tilden, Democrat, was finally settled by a dirty backroom deal. Several of the electoral college votes from Florida were in dispute, and of course. As a way of evading the situation, Congress formed some sort of commission to help sort things out. But in the but in reality, the deal was made uh, with the help of certain uh, railroad moguls that uh, those electoral college votes would go to Hayes as part of the deal. The Union forces would leave the former Confederacy, leaving, leaving the, leaving the freed slaves uh, to the not so tender mercies of, of the white slaveholders and the, and the, the lower income white people who have nothing, nothing to uh, brag about but their white skin. Which is supposed to mean something, anyway. And also in that that year, there were there are several uh, strikes in various regions of the of the of the nation, mostly started by by workers in the railroad industry. Uh, it all started at the at a depot for the Baltimore and Ohio line in West Virginia. Then it uh, moved on to other, uh, other points in the, in the B&O line. Then went on to other railroad lines, like in Pittsburgh and upstate New York and New Orleans and Ohio. There was no coordinating agency, no organization behind it, but the, but the news media of that day, the corporate presses, were, were whining about that, that there was a conspiracy behind this. There were memories still fresh about the Paris Commune in 1871, which was bloodily uh, repressed, By the Third French Republic, and then there was after that was a red scare. A red scare was has been going on in this country way before the Soviet Union was founded. It was a good scare tactic by the bosses and their pet presses to put a scare into middle-class people about what working people are doing, with the fear of revolt and anarchy and slaughter, blah, blah, blah. But the workers did not slaughter anybody. In fact, the state governments sought to beef up their militias and their state police forces. And the federal federal troops were also involved, and and when and during the and in the cities where the strikes took place, uh, the police were beefed up, and and there are so called special police forces and citizens uh, militias of the respectable people, quote unquote, having. And role of having access to Gatling guns and updated uh, weapons of war—all this uh, to repress the workers and their just demands. What was behind the strike from 1873 onwards to 1877? The United States had been in the grip of a depression, a total economic downturn, and that gave the the railroad corporations the lame excuse to uh, to cut back on workers' salaries. Their salaries had been abysmal uh, from the start, barely enough to feed a family, not even that. And to cut back even further, that was a desperation move on the workers. They just had to do it. They had to say no more. We're standing up for ourselves. But, but the corporate executives and their boards of directors didn't cut back on their perks. No, no. That's an old story. If a company has to do is in serious financial trouble. The workers have to make all the sacrifices, and the corporate bosses still retain their perks. Same thing with the nation. If there's an economic downturn, it's always uh, the low-income and working people have to take the take the budget cuts so, Social security has to be cut and Medicare has to be cut and veterans benefits have to be cut and school lunches have to be cut and food stamps have to be cut anything benefiting low income and working people has to be cut but but please recall in 2017 the republicans implemented massive massive cuts in in taxes for billionaires and corporations. And and now we're facing a a debt ceiling limit. A break a debt ceiling problem. If the debt ceiling the story is, I don't know if it's a scare or what. If the debt ceiling is not raised, The government will not be able to borrow any more money, and it will be a financial catastrophe. Workers will be unemployed, the stock market will drop, workers will lose their jobs, interest rates will go off the roof, and and Republicans are barely holding on to the House, or demanding steep cuts in Social Security and Medicare and veterans' benefits, and also proposing these work requirements. Excuse me, but how do you get any work out of a 60-something-year-old people who have busted their asses for 40 years on the job market, and now they're expected to work some more? Well, they're in no shape to work. Like you look at the uh, people working in the construction industries, the construction building trades, that is very physically demanding work. It takes a wear and tear on the body. And after, let's say, 50 or so years, they just can't do it anymore. And they well deserve all the, all the perks and uh, and pay raises they get. God bless them. Them have their, them have their massive paychecks. They've earned it. Well, corporate CEOs get billions of dollars for God knows what. All of a sudden, I'm thinking about uh, Elon Musk sending. Twitter into the toilet, what, after paying $44 billion uh, to purchase Twitter, $44 billion. how do you monetize, how do you get a numerical value, a monetary value on uh, on a social networking system or any app on a cell, interesting, but I digress. The Republicans are threatening that President Biden does not sign the debt ceiling limit, extension of the debt ceiling limit with those cuts and people that, and programs that benefit working and low income people. They would allow the, the economy of the nation and the world by extension to collapse. But Lawrence Tribe of the Harvard Law School, has wisely pointed out, thank you Lawrence, of the 14th Amendment of the Constitution of the United States, which was proposed in June 13, 1866 and ratified July 9, 1878, Section 4 of Article 14. The validity of the public debt of the United States authorized by law including debts incurred for payment of pensions and bounties for services in suppressing insurrections or rebellion shall not be questioned. The validity of the public debt of the United States shall not be questioned. Therefore the movement is on and and I'm on that train. The movement is on to totally abolish or, or ban altogether this debt ceiling. And and hopefully, God willing, President Biden does so. That way, the, the, the government of the United States could still borrow money without these uh, sadistic uh, cuts in pro-people programs from my reading of history the death ceiling was proposed during World War One when the United States entered that conflict and it's been it's not really set law, it can be repealed see I don't know if it was a bill Act of Congress or a resolution or executive order, what have you? but but it has no real validity. Every, and during the during the decades, the past few decades, con, Congress ha, Congress under Democratic and Republican administrations had no trouble, Raising the debt ceiling, knowing that it's really a fraud. But now with a Democrat in the White House and the House Republican Republicans dominated by, by homicidal maniacs who, want to, who would destroy the economy of the nation and the world just to show how big, bad, and brave they are, with other people's lives, they would, they would do that. Does, does, uh, does McCarthy really, really run the the house? Of course not. Does Kevin McCarthy really run the house? No way, no way, no way. He's under the thumb of the uh, MAGA caucus, dominate with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, uh, dominating it, and and his and his majority in uh, in the House is only by four votes, including including the little shit from allegedly from New York State, George Santos. And he needs to hold on to those guys, so he can have his ma- majority. He could be speaker, and where's and that's what we're up against. Let us urge our senators and Congress members, the same ones, of course, to to tell President Biden to go for it, go for the Fourteenth Amendment solution. Tell him, ignore this this so-called debt ceiling. The economy of the world and the nation depend on it. And sign a assign a clean uh, debt ceiling bill. So so that the federal government could meet its uh, meet its obligations and debts. And people's livelihoods and survival is not in jeopardy. Oh. Oh, I, and I've been thinking, if the if the debt ceiling is is not breached and, a, and an agreement isn't done by Jan, by June the first, and the economy collapses, would that affect the? the salary and perks of the members of Congress, particularly the MAGA Republican members of Congress. It would certainly damage our military. No money to spend on weapons or even troops. It would be a disaster. But tell them, tell the MAGAs that. That's what we're up against. And... I have no doubt we're up to the challenge. Let's stand up for our rights and our country, stand up to the maggots. Let's hit the streets, hit the ballot box, and keep the fight going. Okay, I stuttered enough for now. I have to a little bit of a um, little bit of a uh, full disclosure. I've been suffering with uh, all my life, with anxiety, depression, nervousness. And I'm also on the autism spectrum. And even with all that emotional baggage, I have managed to make a pretty good life for, it, for myself. gain the respect of my peers, my colleagues, respect in so many and many varied field, fields, and if I can fight you can fight fight for ourselves fight for our families fight for our neighborhoods fight for our country and remember the MAGAs don't represent our country they have positions of power in this country and they use that power to destroy people to compensate for their failures in running their states and their municipalities, they resort to hysteria about wokeness. Woke. What does that mean, woke? All it means is paying attention to the realities of racism and sexism and homophobia and anti-Semitism in this country and knowing that that slavery has been a dirty terrible stain on our country's history and we must understand it and understand the consequences we are enduring about it today so and they use these scares about the drag queens and Transgender reassignment of young people who kind of realized they weren't quite born in the right body. Those are not our enemies. The enemies are people who would keep us distracted and divided against each other. So that they can govern, if you call it that, on behalf of corporate interests, stealing from everybody. Let's be wary of that. Okay, that's it for now. For now. Now advertisements. My novel, Soldier of the Cross, is available on Amazon.com. It's the story of David Lucas, who as a young man in the early 70, in the early 60s, is a drunk and a whore-chaser, a school bully. He gets in trouble in the army, he becomes a born-again Christian, and he's a, he is a zealous, manly, fan- fanatical man for Jesus. And his fanaticism and his zeal gets him into trouble. That's all I'm going to say about it. Please purchase the book, Soldier of the Cross, on Amazon.com. And... Hemperific is a lovely little CBD product store located on Snyder Avenue near 15th Street in South Philadelphia. There you will find some of the finest cannabis-infused products. Flour and gummies and candies and lip balm and hand sanitizer and dog treats. Yep, dog treats. Look them up, please. hemperificllc.com. And also... My beloved career and business coach, Michelle Snow. Michelle is excellent in helping you develop your small business or professional career. Let you know what you're doing right, where you need work. And help you network with other professionals and entrepreneurs along the way. Look her up, please. GrowWithSnow.com Okay, then. That's all for now. And remember, we can rest a little bit now, but let's get fresh for the fight. Be well, and Shabbat Shalom. Enjoy your weekend. Bye.